you know, Mr. Nice Guy. Very slowly. <laughs> and joined by me this evening, uh, I've got one of my best friends who I've known for about 13 years. Um, he and I became best friends in eighth grade. And uh, he's just chilling in his apartment right now. What up? Um, sipping on some sea crabs. What up, YouTube? What up? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and uh, it's always really great to see him. And uh, yeah, we're just going to hang out and shoot the shit. So Kyle Lawton, yeah. welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on, my friend? Yo, bro. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So what is that you're drinking right there? This shit is called Seagram's. I'm, I don't know. Some shit. My my girlfriend likes it. It's it's pretty good. It's this one's lime. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We got lime. Oh, we got what do we got? Calypso, Colado, whatever the fuck this is. Okay, what? Okay. Yeah, like, I don't know. Whatever. What, we, what do you want? A tropical getaway? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Shit. <laughs> Dude, so you wanna know? It's funny. So this past weekend. Um, I bartended for the first time ever in my life. That's what's up, dude. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, I mean, go. I mean, I'm a scrub. <laughs> and yeah, I, I mean, I hate, dude. I hate getting corks open. They're the worst. Yeah, I feel like you gotta act like you know what you're doing. You gotta like you know spin the shit and cork it <laughs> open. Yeah, you have to like look like you're having like you have to look like you're having trouble with it. Like, not because you don't know what you're doing, but because, like, there's something wrong with the bottle itself, right. you know? But I feel, um, like, I feel like bartending is, like, it's probably such a fun job, but it's also pro so, like, annoying at the same time, you know? I feel like you got to deal with a bunch of dumb, drunk people, but then I feel like you also get to just chill with a bunch of dumb, drunk people, so it's like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why that can be a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so, like, the gig is, like, uh, I... So I was supposed to start it before COVID, um, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a bartending gig at a hotel where we do like weddings and banquets and shit like that. So that's kind of sick. Yeah. So it's dope. I mean, I, uh, so I had my first event and yeah, man, this is the only thing about bartending is there's so much to fucking know. Like, dude, yeah, I there is so much to know, bro. I had to learn how to make a martini, a Manhattan, a fucking, uh, margarita old-fashioned like yeah i mean what if some dude walks up and he's just like yo let me get a sex on the beach on the rocks on the ice on the on the cold <laughs> and you're just like oh fuck like do you have like yeah. a you like ask if you don't know what to make like, yeah, yeah yeah no you you ask you ask the guy who asked for it how to make there you go <laughs> you're like uh so how do i make that yeah like, you can just come back here and just make it if you want yeah 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 you know what you actually you actually like you actually want to be the bartender and all yeah, like yeah, you want to swap real quick? I'll drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but that's anyway, that's cool though, dude. That's cool. I mean, that that seems like a good job for you. You know, I feel like it's it's a way we can still kind of have a little fun. You know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you have to learn all. Of, you have to learn everything before you can really have fun with it. Sure. But eventually, I will learn. I'll 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 get there. Yeah, dude, you gotta make those tips. Gotta get all you gotta get all jacked and take your shirt off and be like, "What you ladies want?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Kyle, uh, to start, uh, how are you? How was your day today? Today was good. I was, dude. I literally today is my off day. I work through the weekend, so I get Monday and Tuesdays off. And today, I no joke, I fucking like slept all day, and I felt I still feel pretty disgusting right now. So it's good to get up and <laughs> do something. 
What did you uh, wake up a couple hours ago? <laughs> uh, let's see, about a half hour ago. No, no. I got I got up at like eleven twelve, and my girlfriend got off work, and then we were just kind of chilling. She fell asleep, and I was just still laying there. I was watching, I was watching this YouTube, this guy on YouTube, where he like he goes through like archives of like the internet from like the early 2000s and stuff and just finds all this crazy cringy shit. And it's really interesting, actually. <laughs> I can't remember what his really? name was, but like, he just kind of like, it's like, they're like little documentaries on him, but it was fun. Yeah. That's, that's like all I did today. <laughs> like they're like, <laughs> waste of a day. what a fucking waste of a day. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So like, they're like, 2000s like cringe compilations yeah just like well i mean not like cr- compilations but he'll he'll talk about something that was like viral from like 2002 or something like i don't know just some old thing and oh. then talk about it and talk about what happened and where those people are at and stuff like that so that is actually pretty interesting yeah it was kind of funny i'll have to send you the guy the link or something it was, it was pretty funny yeah because that like because you wonder like what was like what was are now considered memes and shit right, like right, what right. was like what went viral back then that we right. think is like so like corny yeah. now no it's cool too because he has all these like like i don't know how he there's maybe a website where you can go and get these archives or something but he has like footage of like the websites from like 20 years ago and like i don't know where the hell he found that but it's really yeah that is kind of dope yeah, um yeah let's see today uh I the fuck did I I had an episode right before you um and but besides that I got groceries and I the fuck else did I do today dude I don't remember days I don't like I have no concept of time whatsoever I don't know about you it's getting to that point for sure where like I'm like what did I do yesterday (laughs) (laughs) oh well I did um I did do some uh some music writing today i did st- nice. i published a couple things on our site um but other than that yeah man i just uh i was just gearing up i was so excited to talk to you because like yeah. i just love episodes where i can just like let loose and just like fuck around how yeah. yeah. so so kyle for everybody watching describe uh what it was like when we last hung out <laughs> what happened oh man well we were moving where we were seeing you because you were helping your parents move out of their place. And we had our good buddy Muff over, good old Muff. Yep, shout out to Brendan. <laughs> and he, of course, uh, he, of course, is a character. But uh, I don't know. We just chilled and, like, drank beers. And then you just got so belligerently drunk. <laughs> we didn't even know, like, where you went. You kind of just, like, passed out by the end of the night. But it's always a good time when we get to see our, see Slowly just fucking shit-faced. <laughs> I fell. Didn't I fall? I, I think you did. Your dad. Yeah, I, I, fell dad. Into the re- I fell into the recycling bin. Yeah, and John kept tripping about the uh, the boxes and stuff, so we had to like flatten all the boxes. And you know, we were being respectful because you guys were moving out. You know, and I was too. Fun. But it was basically just the same old stupid high school shenanigans that we. Yeah, we well, we had to we had to do it for the one we had to do it for the one time yeah because... i'm actually you posted that instagram post like you know saying farewell and all that stuff and i was actually super glad that i got to be there for like the last night like it really was it felt right you know it was, it was a good it was good to yeah for the last time yeah totally because like um yeah i mean it was obviously the last time like i you know would be going back to be in Flossmore, Illinois. Really, with you family. have no other reason, man. Yeah, you really have no reason. 
to be here. Except anymore. for like, yeah, except for like the couple homies like you that like are still there. But yeah, but dude, honestly, I'm like this close to just getting ready to pack up and go. And we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just gonna leave. I'm just gonna fucking walk out. No, you just take like you just throw a sack over your shoulder. Yeah, honestly, like, I'm just gonna be down the highway with like a stick and like a, a sack. <laughs> I'm gonna have that like hat, the, have like a piece of straw in my mouth. Yeah. You're like the sponge you're like the SpongeBob meme. I I'm yeah. out. Alright, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, well we're I'm actually getting ready. We're going to California in two weeks, so Oh I'm hell yeah. for that. Hope I don't die with uh, you know because <laughs> there is still a virus out there. Because there is a yeah. Which well, we're we are gonna we are gonna talk about that. We are gonna get to that later yeah, on. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean whatever you wanna ask, I'm I'm open. But to first, you. yeah, like so yeah, that was um so yeah, I was I was back home for the week, uh, helping my parents move, and like, it was just like it was just really heavy, just being in like emotionally, being in the childhood home one last time, and like yeah. being with you and Brendan one last time, and just like getting shit faced in the one place I learned how to get shit faced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely had a lot of had a lot of good moments in that in those greenhouses, dude. Kyle, a lot of bad experiences too, though. You know, getting too fucked up and just not. Yeah, Kyle, that would be you. You would. You were the one who would always. Uh, oh yeah. Overdo the the Fourth of July. Yeah, the thing is, whenever there was any kind of like, like, like we would over the summer, especially of that year, like our senior year, we would just kind of just go and get fucked up every night. But like, when it was a special occasion, like I just didn't know how to. You know, like I, I didn't know how to pace myself, so I would just fucking go crazy right away, and I always would regret it. <laughs> yeah, but it it taught me a lesson, you know, those nights at the those greenhouses. Remember those? There's that one time where like, you got like, you get wasted, and then uh, you got pulled into our into my house, and yeah, like that that's the one that I remember the most because that you had was, a crash, you crashed in my bed. Yeah, that was <laughs> nuts, dude. I had to sleep nice. in my sister's bed. Uh, did you really <laughs> yeah i mean obviously, no i mean obviously like you know she she's like she's living in another state so it's right, like i still right. had a bed to sleep in but like right. yeah you were just, and then i woke up and you were already gone in the morning it's all right dude you could have came and snuggled up next to me <laughs> i would have i just didn't want dude, you to throw up on me I, yeah i i literally got up at like 5 a.m and was like what the fuck is going on and i just left <laughs> I just got in my car, drove home at like 5 a.m. Dude, that was an interesting night. I miss, man, like those were, but those were some of those, those classic times of like where it was like, that was, it was like this, my, our senior year of high school, like that summer afterwards, like between, between high school and college, we're like, you know, I like we threw those parties like mm -hmm. in the, in my, like very back of the greenhouses. Yeah. And, like we were hanging out, just getting, like everyone it was weird because like our like my house like and like the parking lot the parking lot side of like my greenhouse okay i'm gonna explain that again for people that <laughs> <laughs> okay because retake yeah yeah no so so like you know my so my house was like essentially also like a business and my parents ran a greenhouse out of our home and so there was like there was like the house side of the property and then there was like the greenhouse side and then mm -hmm. there was a parking lot for people for like all the people that came to shop and like 
I just remember like that summer, the summer of 2014, like between high school and college, for some reason, for some crazy fucking stupid ass reason, my house and like the parking lot of the greenhouse became just like the meeting point yeah, of our it, friend group. And we, dude, we were so ignorant. Like we, people would just show up like unannounced and just kind of chill in your like parking lot. Like your parents were always so cool though about just not, you know, they could have easily just been like, get the fuck out of here, you losers. Like, what are you doing? Which they, which they did do that. Yeah, they did, but they did. But there were also plenty of times where they were just cool with it. Remember, there was that one night where there was like a really bad storm, and we were just in your driveway, just like high as fuck. And there was just like a tornado <laughs> warning going on. We were just like, "What?" <laughs> and your mom was like, "Everyone's got to get inside the house. <laughs> like, yeah. we're gonna die." Yeah, and I do remember that. I remember our good friend uh, Mike McGrath. Oh, little MC. Was, he kept asking my mom to make him food during the story yeah. nothing's changed <laughs> no it hasn't um Kyle I think actually you were the f- you I think you were like the first friend you were, you were the first friend I smoked weed with and drank alcohol with yeah that sounds about right it was that night we snuck I'm out glad I could be that that guy for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no one in Milwaukee's ever seen me smoke weed before that's crazy I know. Really <laughs> yeah. yeah, you we we like snuck out during a sleepover when we were like fourteen and smoked a roach. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, I remember like Eric. good friend Eric Shane. We were such fucking babies too. I remember we got home and like took all our clothes off and put them in the washer and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. We, reach, you know? we ate a bunch of pretzels, <laughs> and, and then and then like I think when we were like fifteen, like somewhere around that time too, we like took a beer from like your fridge yeah no we used to always and the funny thing is i've talked to my mom about it recently she she like a lot of the liquor that's in her cabinet is still from from way back then like she just had it for 10 plus years and so much of it is just like filled up with water yeah (laughs) because we've we've took so much of it and then just to make sure you know it didn't look like it was empty we would just fill it up with a bunch of water (laughs) yeah it's so stupid no, we we took like two sips of a beer and then yeah. like it was disgusting, so we threw it in the woods. chucked it in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude, we're so dumb. How mm-hmm. like you and I are so dumb. Yeah, we our our middle school experience was I'd say it was one of the most fun times of my life. But when you look back, God, we were some weird kids, man. We were some uh, we were we were out there. <laughs> I know we just we. We just did dumb things in the neighborhood, man. I mean, yeah. Like, that was when... It was, it was, it was so much fun, though, when you look Yeah, I mean, we. it was like when... I mean, as, as a lot of dumb kids like us were in middle school, you know, we yeah. thought Jackass was cool. Exactly. And Dude, Jackass it, is still cool. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still throw myself off a building. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... Um, and, like, you know, we had the Airsoft Wars. Do you still have yeah. your guns? I probably not. After my mom moved out of her house, I probably got rid of a lot of those. But I, I remember it got to a point where I got like one of the gas powered ones that was really gnarly. <laughs> it was like really intense. Sure. But those were yeah. fun, man. Those were those were the best for the airsoft wars. That was so fun. Yeah, that was definitely the most fun shit we did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, in high school, um, you know, we we tried to we tried to party a couple times and. Yeah. Most shit, most shit that happened in in Homewood Flossmoor just you know it gets shut down within an hour. Yeah, that's true. It, that's why for me, like, I, I the only really memorable party for me back then was we the one at Nick's house, Nick Emmerich's house. 
yeah. Shout out for to me, Nick Emmerich. Yeah, shout out, shout out to our boy. Yeah, I mean, for me at least, because for me it was always like we'd show up to like a big party and it would just be so overcrowded and so sweaty and hot of just all these people. And, you know, I just wanted to chill with, like, my close friends. Like, that's that's really – and I'm still like that to this day. I just like to hang out with my close homies and just chill. Okay. So those are, the, those are the best moments. We're just, like, chilling at your place, you know, chilling, chilling at B-Square, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 You want to explain to everyone what B-Square is? Yeah. So B, so we our, – our friend group, we all just became a bunch of huge stoners when we were, like, 16. Probably was, like, the start of it. 16 to, like, 18, 19. 17, yeah. Yeah, so – and we really would have nowhere to go to smoke. We would, we would just end up driving around and I would usually be the one driving and we would just drive around town, just super high, just nowhere to go, nothing to do. But it was still, for whatever reason, fun. We'd just still just be laughing, cracking jokes. And go just, to Taco Bell. Like, yeah, just times. like literally just the, the lamest shit in the world. But it was, to us, it was, it was fun. But we had nowhere to go. So we realized that there was this big parking lot, kind of like all these like small little stores right next to yeah like a strip mall right next to where ben lived like right next to the greenhouses and stuff and it was just at night there was just nobody there like no cars nothing like no security nobody and it was there was this perfect little corner where you were completely blocked off to the street so like if any cops drove by you wouldn't see anybody in in the in the parking lot or anything so we just call it baker square because we'd be baking and it was a square and i don't know that's all we could come up with at the time (laughs) (laughs) and then for short that even became too much to say, so it just became B squared. It just became, yeah, we just our brains couldn't comprehend Baker Square anymore, so it became B squared. Yeah, those were those were good times. Yeah. Yeah, you were also the last friend I ever smoked weed with too. That's crazy, um, man. Yeah, man, you were there for a lot of my firsts and lasts. Um, we just got me too paranoid after a while, man. It was- yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same way. We've talked about it. Like, I I was a, I mean, you know, I was a huge stoner in high school. And then I'd say once I got to college, I just, I mean, I still enjoyed it a little bit, but I just less and less and less. And then eventually got to the point where like, I remember I had, I had one really bad experience where I was just tweaking so bad. And I just like was getting all paranoid and all, you know, self-doubting myself and all this shit. So <laughs> yeah. it was like, no more, man. You get those like existential crises. And Pretty shit. much. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I don't have anything against it, obviously. Like, I still 100% support it, but I just – it usually yeah. just tweaks me out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for no, me same, anymore. Same way. Same yeah. here. Same here. So, I just I just sit my Seagrams, my uh, my lime Seagrams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I support your right to sip your lime Seagram. Yeah. No, I, um, I barely even drink either. I just – I usually just drink when I'm chilling with you. <laughs> That's yeah. the best time to drink anyway, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean – if only we were doing this in person, we could have some yeah. of this. Heck yeah, dude. That that sounds good. The Apple. What is it? Apple. It's Apple Jim Beam. Yeah. <laughs> dude, so that's another thing. So uh, uh isn't it weird going to like get groceries like as an adult, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean like, when I when I was in when I went to school at Millican, which I I went to Milliken for a couple of years for anybody that gives a shit about me. <laughs> if anyone's watching by this point, they're probably like, what the hell is this? Uh, I went to a school called Milliken for a couple of years. And that was like my first experience with like, I had to actually go to a grocery store and like buy food for myself. And I would just always, I go to like, I still had like that stoner mindset where I'd go to the frozen aisle and just be like, Oh, that looks so good. And I just grab it like the picture on the box and then I make it at home and it'd be absolute shit. And I'd be like, yeah, like the pizza rolls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then I had to actually learn how to cook, but uh, you always go or like the big ass, like the, 
the big party pack with all the chips and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just all the little bags of chips. Just a bunch of stoner food. Yeah. Dude, Brock, Brock used to get those all the fucking time. Like, dude, why don't we get some real food? <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to like eat something that has meat in it or, or some type yeah. of some type of nutrients or something. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I, it it's it is weird. Like, I remember. I used to like I low key used to fuck with going to the grocery store when I was little because like yeah. you know with my mom like I just picked out like a bunch of like like treats and shit yeah, that I, yeah like she's not gonna say no if you're actually there but then like you know now that I'm older and I, like I'm an adult and I have and, to, and like, you gotta worry about money you gotta manage yeah stuff. money and like I can't just be eating junk every all day yeah. like. <laughs> It's like now I avoid those sections of of the grocery store like the plague. Like I can't even tell you the last time like I've gotten like like I've eaten like a hostess snack, you know? <laughs> dude, you were all about the hostess back in the day. Yeah, dude, I used to eat so much of that. That shit. was all about the hostess. <laughs> yeah, but now it's, I don't even go down that aisle. Like Yeah. I don't I mean I still like I fuck with like the the like really like fancy desserts you know like the yeah. coffee cakes and shit yeah i mean i still fuck around and get some oreos or some fucking hot fries <laughs> here and there but <laughs> dude <laughs> but i also get some you know I also the most some... kyle thing or the hot fries oh, dude my my diet i'd say in like seventh grade was like hot fries sour punch straws and like mountain dew <laughs> the mountain dew voltage literally like all those kyle memes are like that was me in seventh grade just like mountain yeah. dew and cheetos <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, we used to go to the Quick Mart every day after mm. middle school, and I would always get like a cheese Danish, and <laughs> get like like some Mountain Dew. And then yep. You would get, you know, standard. Yeah, just you'd standard always get though. the blue sour punch. Yeah. And that was our that product. was our dinner for the night. <laughs> that was all we needed for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that shit was, man, life like that shit. It's just funny as hell because, like, now, um, obviously, we're 24 we, years We just old. did. Like, I, I, <laughs> I was still kind of eating like that for a little while, and I just – my body couldn't do it anymore. Like, I just would feel so sick, and i feel so shitty. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just can't do this anymore. Yeah, dude. We used to, like, go get the big-ass Slurpees when we yeah. had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, that's, I feel like a lot of people have that experience in middle school because that, that was the best, just riding our bikes around and shit. And, yeah, you know, dude. 7-Eleven, just because, why not? Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. bored. Here's a thing to do. Uh-huh. I, that's another thing. Having, an, having a bike as an adult is weird as hell. It's a lot different than having one as a kid. True. Like, now, like, I, like, actually take my bike to, like, go on errands and shit. Yeah. Whereas that's before, true, yeah. I mean... I luckily, I luckily I have a car, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind switching to a bike though, you know, cause I kind of like, I like riding bikes. I like skateboarding. I like all that stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I kind of like that. Oh, well actually you would, you would have really liked it. So yesterday in Milwaukee, there was this, um, this, this like this bike ride that, um, it goes around the entire city. Um, mm. This was the second one. There was one early in the summer too, but it was. I, I feel like I probably saw. I think I saw that on like your story or something. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Black is Beautiful bike ride. It's like a bike ride in solidarity with Black Lives Matter, and like you could ride whatever you wanted. Like I mean, most people were on bikes, but there are people skateboarding. 
There are people rollerblading. There are people like on scooters. Nice. I'm gonna show up like, with my uh, show up with my scooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was like all the skateboarders like were just like I mean they were riding down like these steep ass Milwaukee hills we were going yeah, down. That's and awesome. just, I would like, love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and like this is they're just having the time of their lives because they're doing it for a good cause. Yeah, but, you know. They're also like getting out literally in the in the fucking streets. Yeah, I mean it's a it, yeah it's it's a reason to go out and just and do that stuff. But it's also you're doing it for something that's important, you know, especially right yeah. now in the world. So it is cool. It's cool when I see you post that stuff. I think it's real cool. Oh yeah, man. So so do you still skate much? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually I went through a because you know I, I pretty much grew up skating my whole life. Like since since I was like eight years old, I think I got my first board. Skated all throughout middle school, a little bit high school, not as much. But then in college, when I was at Millican, I was kind of at a point where I was just getting really bored. And like, I just, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I kind of knew, like, I don't know if I'm going to stick around with the school. Like, I'm kind of, I wasn't doing so well in my classes. So I just like really heavy. There was a skate park literally like a block away from the school. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take it like seriously again, like how I did in like middle school where I would actually like do tricks and fucking destroy myself and stuff like that. <laughs> so for like a good two years, I, I like heavily got back into it and was like, I was getting pretty decent again, you know, able to do some tricks and stuff. And then when I moved back here, I did a little less, I, but I still do like me and my girlfriend and my, my friend the other day, we were just riding around town, just on our boards. So I still love it. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go to California in two weeks and we're going to bring our boards and probably just skate like most of the time we're there down the beach and stuff so yeah i still love it skateboarding is something that will always be a part of my life it's just i've always thought it was the coolest thing ever and i still do still oh yeah dude awesome yeah man uh did you ever um the fuck was that documentary um you ever see that documentary uh minding the gap it's about those skaters you, from Rockford. You told me about that a while ago. It was about like these kids kind of like struggling and how like skateboarding was like kind of their their way out and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that I need I do need to watch that. That does seem really cool. But yeah. Hell yeah. That's kind of a that's kind of a theme with skateboarding is a lot of skateboarders are just kind of kids who like don't feel like they fit in or don't feel like they really have a place in the world and they just they just kind of go to skateboarding because it's just such a free like it's just a free thing. You just feel so free when you're doing it. It's kind of corny sounding, but you just, it's just such a, it's like liberating. Like when you just get on your board and just fucking push and just ride fast as fuck down the street, like it just feels so good. And it's just, it's, you just clear your mind and just, you're, you're just living in that moment, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we were the misunderstood kids. You were the skater. I was just the, the kid that drank <laughs> pop and watched you. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had such a funny, interesting friend group back in the day but i think that's what made it work because we were all just a bunch of outcasts you know and we all just got along because of that <laughs> yeah dude. like we all had we all had some different music tastes and interests but we all just got along because we were all just a bunch of kind of outcast kids but. yeah so that was another thing is that like when we first like really became friends in like seventh grade um you know you were just getting started playing guitar um you know you played um for a while like you know we, mm -hmm. you were in a couple bands like in high school yeah. mm -hmm. um shout out the original knockoffs right <laughs> dude i honestly until you just brought that up i forgot what our name even was yeah <laughs> that's insane that's hilarious but dude so so you played all through um you played all through like high school and everything and like yeah. i know you're you're really into punk music yeah um and uh, you were in a uh 
punk band in Florida when you were at Folso for a year called yeah. Bad Year. Yeah, that was, and, that was my most like serious band, you know, where we actually did a lot of cool shit. <laughs> and it's funny, it, I think I told you this when I was home, but there's a band called Bad Year that's also a pop punk band yeah, in Milwaukee. Funny. Yeah, I mean, that. what it probably is is because our singer got it from the the Dookie, the Green Day Dookie album. There's like in the in the corner or something, there's like a blimp that says Bad Year. It's like a parody of Good Year. So oh. I don't know, he thought he thought that was cool. So I, I'm sure a lot of pop punk people are like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like a little Dookie <laughs> reference or something. And yeah. the, I, I'm not even super into Green Day. I was always more into like Blink, but that's, I still think it's sick. That's still cool. It's a cool name. Oh yeah, dude. So tell me about like, I guess like, so you had like aspirations of like doing music yeah like for a for while sure. like for, for a really long time yeah i mean music completely took over my life when i was like probably like 16 15 or 16 like i mean i, I started playing guitar when i was 12 because i remember nick gressens and alex qualler they started playing when they were like like a year before that like sixth grade and then i started in seventh grade and yeah i i took it pretty seriously but i didn't take start taking it really seriously until like 15 16 that's when i really really just got because i was discovering all this awesome music within like the realm of punk i'd say like early high school is when i started getting more into like like the original kind of pop punk stuff from like the 90s and 2000s and i was like damn this stuff is is really cool like it's like you know it's got cool like melodic you know kind of poppy hooks but with like really fast punk guitar and like fast drums and stuff i was like this is like perfect for me like this is so cool and then that was like my dream was I just wanted to do that and to to an extent I still love that I still would love to just play in a band but I took that so seriously like early high school and then later in high school I got more into just different genres of punk I got into some of the skate punk stuff some hardcore some just different genres yeah like a little bit of ska a little bit of less than jake a little bit of real big fish here and there (laughs) but uh, yeah I mean pretty much just everything punk related I kind of just explored like the entire genre and even more recently like in college I got more into like I got really really into like hardcore punk and then I started I was into like a lot of the newer stuff but then I started listening to some of the older like Bad Brains one of my favorite bands ever Bad Brains, Gorilla Biscuits, Minor Threat all that stuff so yeah I mean it's still music still for me is a huge huge part of my life just like skating it's just that's like my first love was skating and then music and dude I Still a big party. Yesterday, um, yesterday I saw someone tweet, and it made me think of you. Was someone tweeted? You remember that? You remember the band Crucial Dudes? Yeah, that band was super sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you know that band. That band is really sick, actually. Yeah, someone tweeted about them, and I thought of you. That band is awesome. You have you you listened to them? Uh. Not much. I, I mean, I know of them. But yeah, that band is actually super, super sick. Like, not even unironically, that band is still really sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Well, so tell me about, like, the, so when you were in, um, um, so for, for one, so tell me, so talk about, like, what brought you to Florida, like, doing wholesale. Well, um, really just, I don't know, because it's kind of like when that, that whole year, of our senior year was like a lot of people start looking into colleges, you know, when they're like 16, 17, just so they can kind of get a grasp on shit. You know, I'm, I was so like, I'm just kind of stupid and carefree a lot. So I just never really <laughs> did that. So it came like summers, not eh, probably like during the school year of the senior year. 
I was like, you know, my parents were kind of like, you really got to like start figuring that out. And I was like, shit, I do got to start figuring that out. So I was looking at schools and stuff and I knew that music was what I wanted to like, at least try, like, even if it, even if it didn't work out, cause I never really did like band in high school or music theory. Cause that was never my thing. I just like playing guitar and like listening to bands and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm just going to look, I'm going to look into it and see what I can find with music and full sale came up. And it was really like the perfect kind of school for me at that time, because it was all about music and arts and, you know, like they even did like video game design and movies and film. Like it's all types of just entertainment. Yeah. And, but it wasn't like a, like a music theory, like a Berkeley or anything like that. Like it was like kind of just a cool, I don't know, like just kind of a cool school for kids that just want to like pursue art. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was kind of a very artsy school, like tech, like technology artsy kind of school. You ever so, seen the movie Accepted? No, I haven't. Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good? I gotta check it out. You know, yeah, it's got like Justin Long and and Jonah Hill in it. It's from like mm. the mid two thousands, but it's about some. Okay, that sounds. They that make they, good. they like. Oh, I actually have heard of that. Yeah, it's like one of those. They yeah, create Jonah their own Hill college. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i have heard of that but i haven't seen it and they like all make up their own course yeah <laughs> that's that was basically me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but no, anyway but, um, yeah so i i don't know i just kind of was like all right this seems like the school for me so i i was like music producing i think is what i'll is what i'll do so you know getting into a studio because before that in high school i had like pro tools and I had like a little machine that I could plug my guitar into and I'd set up a microphone to like my brother's drums and I would just make my own little like little demo tracks of stuff that just popped in my head. So I was like familiar with Pro Tools, like the basics. And so I was like, I'm gonna do music producing. I'm gonna maybe get, in, get into a studio and do something like that. So I went and they called me like the school, like I, you know, you don't really, there's no like acceptance, thing like it's really like if you want to come and you got the money to, to come you can come you know it's not like it's not like oh your grades weren't great so no you can't come in so obviously I got in or whatever and they, they called me and it was like some lady on the phone and she's like we're gonna set up you know we're setting up a roommate like whatever like who your roommate's gonna be and they were like so tell me some of your interests and I was like super thrown off I was like what <laughs> like, what, yeah. what is this like we didn't, I was get like, All right. we didn't get anything like that when yeah, I yeah so I because yeah I didn't expect that because I was like who like I thought you just get paired up with whoever and it's just like all right good luck but so I was like yeah you know I like music and I'm really into punk music and I skate and blah 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 blah. and they're like all right uh you know we'll call some other people whatever and then they called me back from what I remember and they're like all right we found your roommate his name his name was Joey and I was like all right cool so I went down and the school was that was cool i don't give it enough credit this it is a very cool school some people called it a ripoff which i could understand because it was a little pricey but i think if you really you know get the most out of it and really put put in a lot of effort i think you can make a a good career coming out of that school um but so anyway so i met my roommate and immediately like he was into the same shit i was in punk and just you know he was a drummer and stuff so we of course we were like yeah we're gonna jam we're gonna start a band and yeah and that was kind of the start of the florida era was really just be hanging out with him and then he was really active on like facebook and he would he was in like a bunch of groups for like music and stuff and he basically just like reached out like he was really good with a lot of that social stuff like i'm i'm still not very good with social media but he would like reach out to just whoever and be like we're trying to start this band this is what we're trying to do 
and some people got back to us and then literally our first jam session just went super well like it was literally just kind of everything just glued together and like it just we were just like damn like this is sick like this is the band right here this is awesome yeah so that was the beginning of bad year and the beginning of florida and then honestly looking back like it was a really awesome time in my life just like probably the most serious i ever took music was in that time of my life because that's all i really did other than you know i'd go to school and i was doing music in school and then i'd when i wasn't in school i'd be jamming with my band so i was like that was a really cool time for me and um yeah so shout out to bad year shout out to florida shout out to full sale that's <laughs> <laughs> <Shouts> out <laughs> Dude, like florida itself like what like i mean you were in like the orlando area weren't yeah. you yeah so, like what like culture wise like i mean people yeah, so, get a bad rep yeah for sure dude when you're when you're 18 years old and you grew up in like the midwest kind of chicago area you know like i mean we grew up in a suburb but we were close to the city so we had those experiences too but it's just totally different it's just completely like it's almost like a culture shock like you're just like what the heck like it's like raining and sunny and it's one minute it's super hot and humid and sunny and the next minute it's like raining downpour on you and just there's a lot of kind of weird kind of people out there which everybody knows about florida but so that part of it i was like damn like i thought florida was like this fucking paradise it's kind of like a shithole (laughs) but i mean i still think it's like i still have nothing against florida I, i do still like it but like I would go out, like when I went out there, I just, it was kind of, it was just very different, especially being 18 and especially because the school didn't have dorms. So I immediately was in an apartment, which was crazy. I had to like write checks and figure out bills and stuff. And I was 18 <laughs> years old dude, and I was like, this fucking stupid kid. And I was like, like, to write checks. Yeah. yeah, like for real, we had to write checks and we had to go down to our, like this like manager's office and give it to her. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was whatever, but yeah, it was just different, you know, was coming from, high school illinois to college florida living in an apartment was just yeah such a change you know yeah totally i mean like i guess so like obviously so i'm in milwaukee and like it wasn't you know there's still sort of that midwest like demeanor to yeah. it you know yeah, or like sure. generally in the midwest like people are very like there's a big family aspect of like you know the culture and like how people interact with you and like generally people are really friendly honestly i think my personal experience i think people are friendlier in wisconsin than they are in the chicago area yeah i could definitely see that i mean mean, wisconsin when i think of wisconsin i've just took it like hey kiddo like (laughs) how you doing bud (laughs) (laughs) come over here have a spot of cow (laughs) what are we having there uh, bud Yeah, I mean, basically, that is it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's I I think because like drinking is just so part of like Wisconsin and Milwaukee yeah. culture. You know, like, you know, dude, Wisconsin. We don't mean me and MC used to always say when we lived together, because whenever we'd come down to see you guys, and we try to talk to like Joko about it to like get him to come, and he never want to come, and we'd be like, be like, dude, and he'd be like, why do you guys like going down there? We'd be like, dude, it's basically just like GTA. <laughs> <laughs> We're like going to Wisconsin is like GTA in real life. Like you just do whatever you want. And everyone just drinks and just. <laughs> I've never heard that it like. <laughs> I've never like heard it put that way. That's pretty yeah, funny. <laughs> we were just, especially like coming because you guys lived in that apartment and it was just like parties every night and it was just kind of crazy every night. So we were just like, dude, it's just like GTA. <laughs> and then, no, and then like whenever like Eric would like come up too, yeah. he would. There was one time he like 
crashed his car or something and just <laughs> drove off like nothing happened. Oh my god. Dude. So GTA. Exactly, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, I mean but I know it's like I think that like even you know, there's even some differences like in the culture in Milwaukee there was like, you know, yeah. in the Chicago suburbs, like I mean, just being in the inner city and like a young a generally younger low income neighborhood like the one I'm in now like yeah. it is very like you know it's generally pretty hip like it's very liberal and like yeah. you know there's, it's easy to find like minded people but like yeah that's good when you're in the south where you know it's so fucking hot all the time i imagine people are like just more easily pissed off <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i can see that i mean Ari- my sister lives in arizona it, it gets like brutally hot there like 120 degrees like every day i guess i don't know how she does it man i i i'm a warm weather person i just prefer warm weather but Same, yeah. stuff like that man is oof, it's too much yeah i don't know why the fuck i went more north i don't know what yeah, the fuck i was thinking you're getting colder and colder <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, it has been really fucking hot this summer, but true. Um, so, Kyle, like, what made you decide you to make the move to Milliken? Because, like, I remember when you told me you're coming back to Illinois. I was like, like "Holy what? shit! I thought you loved Florida." Yeah. The, the The funny thing is, I do. I did like Florida. I did love. I, I would say I loved Florida just for like being in the band and doing the whole all the music stuff. Cause I did live out a lot of my dreams. Like we, we recorded an EP. We would have practice every day. We played shows. I remember our EP release show was like one of the greatest days of my life. Just cause a bunch of our friends had, had come down and were just going crazy and mosh pits and crowd surfing. And it was awesome. It is, it was that like, is knowing like the middle school you that is. Yeah. Like it was literally <laughs> like a dream come true for me, you know, like as growing up, that's like all I ever wanted to do. So it was super awesome. I just, for I kind of just felt a little, like I felt a little lonely just cause like, when it came to the school part, like I, I had a bunch of friends in, in the band and I had friends from the music stuff. I, we, we would go to this other band's house. Shout out to, to, shout out to the Capstan boys. They're actually doing really well. If you look them up, they, would, like, they were like our older brothers kind of. They're probably like 30 now, but back then they were like, and they're probably like our age now, but they had a house that they all rented out and they just had a huge like recording studio and like they, would rec- they recorded RIP and they would have bands come through and they'd record and they'd have shows there and stuff. And so that was super sick. Like I literally just, it was awesome. Like I got to do a bunch of that stuff, but when it came to the school part, I just, I didn't really have a lot of friends in any of my classes. I didn't really, like, I didn't really mesh with a lot of people there. I just, cause it was a lot of kind of like more snobby musicy kind of people, you know, like I coming from like the punk background, like I have no ego. I have no, like, like I basically just look at myself as a piece of shit, like in a joking way, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to people who are like into rap or into like other styles of music who like think so highly of themselves or are like super kind of corny it'd be very not punk to think of to think highly yeah it was just it was hard for me to like kind of mesh with those people yeah so and and a lot of just kind of dorky like technical music people who were just really snobby about that and thought everything everyone else was stupid and you know that kind of stuff but it was so the school part was kind of like man i don't know if i'm into this but the music part was great that's basically like Florida was an awesome experience for me for the music part. Like I got to live out a dream of mine that I've had since I was literally 12 years old. So that was great. But when it came to the school, I, I stopped trying. I stopped, I wouldn't even stop showing up a lot to the classes. And eventually they just sent me a letter saying, 
we're kicking you out. Like you're failing. Yeah. You're not yeah. even showing up anymore. So I was like, fuck. So for me, I was like, all right, I can stay in Florida. I can get a job and I don't know, just do whatever. And looking back at it, maybe that would have been the right move. But at the time I just, you know, we were, I was still 18, probably 19 at that time. To me, it was like, I, I had a little bit of pressure on my parents at that time because they both went to college. They both, you know, had degrees and both did very well. And they always had an expectation of all of us to go to college and get degrees and stuff. And me being the oldest and the first person going to college, I kind of felt like a little pressure to like do that. Yeah. So I, I might've, you know, maybe it was the right, wrong decision. Who knows? You know, I'm happy with how my life's turned out since, but um, I was like, all right, well, it was hard for me to break the news that I basically got kicked out of school to my parents. So I was like, all right, well, I got fucking kicked out. So um, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to come back then. You know, I guess I'm going to come back and look into some other schools. Cause I was, what I was thinking at that time was like, if I, if I try a school that's a little more traditional, maybe I'd like that better. Like maybe I'd like, you know, the kind of the typical college kind of scene or whatever. So I was like, I'll come back to Illinois and I'll look into schools and do that. So that's what I did. It was, it was hard to say goodbye to my band friends. They still like talk to me on Facebook from time to time. They'll post pictures and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I miss you guys and all that stuff. So it'd be nice to go out and see them, see them at some point. But yeah, so I still somewhat am in touch with those guys. But yeah, sure. um, I came back and Milliken, I was looking into schools. Milliken just kind of made sense to me because it was smaller. Like I didn't really want to go to like a huge university. You know, I kind of wanted to go to something that was a little smaller. So Milliken made sense. It was kind of kind of by U of I Champaign area. So it had that scene and then also like the Milliken scene, which you can't even call it a fucking scene. So I did that. And I weirdly, for whatever reason, I still did music because I just didn't like because you have to pick a major. I mean, you don't have to, but you kind of have to like know what you're have somewhat of an idea. So I was like music. And then I kind of thought about it and I was like, what if I try writing? Like, what if I try English? Because that was like the only thing I was good at in high school was, was English. I always got good grades on my papers. I was terrible at math and science and everything else. So I was like, I'll just fuck it, try writing. Yeah. So I, so I did writing journalism. And uh, I don't know, that was, I, I enjoyed that. I did enjoy it for what it was, but I also just didn't know what I was going to do with, with writing journalism. I just, I, I was like, I don't know if I see myself as like a reporter or like a journalist or anything like that. So yeah. I don't know, but that's kind of just how I got back to Illinois. And Illinois. I don't know. I kind of probably got off topic there. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that's all. Like it's all relevant shit, dude. I mean, yeah. You're 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 absolutely right. And we've talked about this plenty of times, like in the past, about how like there is sort of that innate pressure when you grow up with, you know, with parents that went to college and got degrees, and like yeah. you know, that's sort of the expectation and. It's also just so socially conditioned with us where it's like, oh, what do I do after high school? Well, I got to go to college and then I got to get a job. And that's mm -hmm. what I, my life is going to fucking look like for yeah. the, the next 50 years. Exactly. So like, yeah. And like, you know, I, I think that like people are like people have definitely been like challenging that more where they're like, oh, no, like, fuck, fuck this. If I hate school, if I hated school before, I'm going to hate yeah. school now. Yeah. And that's kind of what and I was it's gonna, not for me. Yeah. That's what I was going to get at was like, you know, I think our generation in particular has kind of like realized that, you know, school's not always it, you know, like you don't have to go to school to really do something fun or interesting with your life. You know, yeah. a lot of times school leads to the opposite. You just end up getting some shitty 
corporate job that you end up hating for the next yeah. 20, 30, 40 you years owe, of your life. You owe thousands and thousands and thousands yeah, of debt. Dude, I'm still paying off debts. Like it's, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. And oh, that's why I drink. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But I think that's what a lot of people in our generation, I think back then it was a little different. You know, I think for our parents growing up, it was college was like a lot more important. You know, the way, the way they look at it was like, if you don't go to college, you know, you're not going to do anything with your life. You're not going to have a life. basically. Yeah. And it's like, but honestly, not? I feel like, I feel like most, a lot of my, honestly, a lot of my best friends ended up dropping out and yeah. it wasn't for them. And that's totally okay. And I'm proud of them yeah, for doing that. For sure. It's like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, for one, all right. So I like, I honestly, I was never that good of a student either. I was when I was like younger, like when I was in like elementary school and like middle school but then like once I got into high school like that was when like school just got so fucking hard to focus on because like I was just always so worried about other things and like you know I just I also kind of like I didn't really try that hard after a certain point and like yeah. I mean honestly I've kind of like figured out over time I very likely have undiagnosed ADHD like I I think I, I honestly probably do because I can't fucking if something doesn't interest me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the gonna fucking way. take the time. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. It just completely flies over my head. Like if if it's not something that that I feel like is is kind of I don't want to sound selfish, but I, if if it, if I feel like it's not really like important to my life or like anything, if it's not something I feel like I can use in my life, I'm just like what, like I remember I took a Greek mythology class and I was like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I was like. Why am I learning about fucking Greek gods right now? Like, it's yeah. cool. I mean, it's interesting, but what the fuck is this going to do? For no, me? that's that's extra funny because it's you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember, like, I just remember showing up to that class, and we literally, like, spoke a different language, like, the whole time. Like, we had to speak, like, Greek. Like, it was insane. I was like, what is this? I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Everything ends with, like, os and yeah. is. And we had to write papers on, like, on these all these gods and these urban legends, and it had to be written in, like, old Greek mythology kind of style. And I was like, dude, this is Looking weird. ass. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, this this just feels like such a waste of my time. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, I get I mean, I get that for sure. I kind of also similar to you, like, English was the only thing I was really good at, too. Like, mm -hmm. I, I was terrible at math. I hated, like, I mean... I, honestly, like, I think science is pretty cool. I do, too. Like, I, I think science is really cool. I just, uh, science also terms, has a lot of math to it, and I just am yeah, so bad at math. I, it's hard exactly. to understand. I'm exactly. A, I'm, a, I'm a smooth brain. I'm a small brain. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, and English and, like, doing broadcasting was, like, all that. It was the only thing I was, A, either good at or, B, what I would, like, put effort into. And, like, I, I yeah, I got... I got pretty shitty grades. I think my only A in my senior year of high school was gym, bro. <laughs> Dude, I think I failed gym. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, so, and I didn't even get that kind of grades in college either. I got, I graduated yeah. with like a 3.0, which is yeah, like, I mean, okay. it, well, the, the thing is it, it never hurts. You know, I think it's all, I think it's awesome that you did graduate and you have a degree. Like it, obviously that doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. I, I mean, just, it, yeah. For me, it was like I would have had to, 
you know, I was, I was a little behind because I passed some classes and I failed some classes. So they didn't even know, really know where I was exactly. They were like, I think you're still like a sophomore. And I was like 22 and I was like, dude, I, was like, I think it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. So since then, so since then, um, you've been working at the Flossmore Animal Hospital. I have. I work with, uh, with doggies. And with dog, with puppers. Yeah. I'm like the most liberal guy in the world. I just, I play with dogs all day. <laughs> 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 I just play with dogs all day. <laughs> I just pet doggos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's what's funny is because that's what a lot of people think it is, but it gets pretty intense sometimes when you got a fucking huge German Shepherd or, or Cane Corso that wants to rip your face off and you got to give it a bath and a nail trim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I bet. I mean, I like I've seen some, I know some people in Milwaukee that do like animal rescue and shit. Yeah. They have really fucking hard jobs because yeah, it, these dogs are traumatized. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, when you have a dog that wants to kill you, yeah, it's not fun. But it's I, I overall enjoy the job. You know, I just it was something for me when I got when I left Milliken and was like, all right, I gotta just find a job. I was doing, I think, I mean, you know, I was doing Panera Bread. I was just delivery driver. Oh, yeah. And I was Delivering like. Delivering bread to people. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, here's your bread, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a yeah. basket of bread. So I actually, I had applied to the hospital first because I just thought working with animals would have been kind of cool. And he was like, we don't need anybody right now, but I'll give you a call when we do. And then I did Panera. And then he gave me a call like out of the blue, like months later. And I tried it out and I was working two jobs. I was working there and Panera, and it, that was just rough, dude. I, I was literally did not have a single day off. I was making good money, but I was just did not have a single day off. And I was living in the city, so I was driving back and forth from the city every day. So it was, it got kind of brutal at times. So I remember my manager at the hospital was like, you know, you should think about putting more hours in here. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, fuck Panera. So <laughs> I quit Panera and started doing the hospital full time. And Wait, were you it's, at Panera in Cherry Creek? It was, yeah. It, they actually, I don't know if you know this, they closed and they moved to Halston. Oh. Yeah, they're on Halston now. So, I mean, I moved, I mean, I left way before that happened, but they're on Halston now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I still, I still do like it. You know, I still, it's an enjoyable job. I don't have to like, you know, I, I kind of, I'm pretty free in a sense. Like they let us kind of take breaks whenever we feel like it. We get to pace ourselves how we want. But, you know, it's a pretty free kind of, free-spirited caring you know care not careless but you know you can kind of take your own pace with stuff so i like that and i like not having to sit down all day and i'm on my feet doing stuff so yeah and, and i get to chill with some some cool ass dogs so you know hell yeah dude. it's it's better than just some shit corporate job that i dead end i hate my life so you know i'm getting to a point where i'm i'm kind of ready to move on and think about where i'm going next but it's it's done me good for the past two years i'd say so that's so that is a perfect segue into the next topic, the next Let's step. Lay it on me, boy. Yeah. So California, baby. Yeah. You, Kyle, you've been talking about California since like since ever I since I was a little kid. Basically, since we were fr like, since I've known you, you've always had such a huge like affinity for California. Like yeah. I know you said you've you've imagined yourself moving out there like yeah for one like what was it about california that always like appealed to you well i have grandparents who live in california my dad lived in california when he was probably around my age maybe a little older and my aunt and uncle have a place out there and my cousins are out there sometimes so i i just have some family out there so growing up as a kid we would go out there a lot just to go see family and when I was a little kid, before I was really into like anything interesting, I was just a little kid. I just like video games and whatever else. 
I just thought it was cool. Like I just thought I would, I just remember always coming out the airport and seeing the palm trees and the beautiful weather. And it just was so cool. And like everything felt so much more colorful. Like the sky was bluer and the grass was greener. That's just how it felt as a kid. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. We'll see how, how it is in two weeks, but as a kid going there, like it just felt like it was more kind of alive and colorful and Chicago. I love Chicago, but Chicago is kind of just a little darker and gray and, you know, the winter and fall is just such an ugly time of year, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, I just thought that was so cool. And then as I got older and I got really into skateboarding, a lot of the, a lot of the brands and teams and riders that I thought that I looked up to and stuff were all based out of California. Like California is literally where skateboarding was born. It was, came from surfing, surfing came from California and skateboarding came from surfing from California. So it's just, that's, that was my first love in life of skateboarding. And that's kind of where it originated. So I was like, damn, that was kind of my, I remember when I was in middle school and I used to skate with my friends. I never, I was like, I'm not good enough to be pro one day. Like, you know, I don't think I'm good enough to be pro, but I kind of want to be like a filmer. Like, I think, I thought it would have been cool to just be like a skate filmer just to, cause I'm good enough. I'm good enough to ride and, you know, film. You ever see that movie? Did you see the movie mid nineties? Yeah, that was good. Dude, it's so good, man. Yeah, that was an awesome movie. Um, so I just thought it was really cool. And then, and then even later when I got really into music, a lot of the bands I liked were from California. So literally just everything kind of pointed me to California. Like it was just, everything I was into, it was just kind of based out of California. So I just was like, it's so cool. Like I want to live out there one day. So I'm going to, when we go in two weeks, you know, I haven't been there. Last time I was there, I think I was 17. So it's been like good, good while. So when I, when I go out there in two weeks, I'm really going to try to take it all in. Like we, I just booked our hotel. It's in Huntington Beach, which is where a lot of that is, is where I used to go a lot as a kid because that's where a lot of my family is. And I always really liked that area. It's like a big kind of surf town. So it was good for me. It was kind of chill surf skate kind of thing. Is town. that closer to LA or San Diego? It's kind of both. Like it's like, I'd say it's like about 45 to an hour from LA and then probably like 40, 30, 40 minutes from San Diego. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's like in the middle kind of. Okay. But, um, so yeah, I'm really just going to soak it all in and we're going to try to rent a car and then I'm see if we can drive around. My dad lived in Hermosa beach, which is also really awesome. It's kind of like Huntington, but a little bit smaller. It's kind of like a small surf town. So I just, I kind of want to just take it all in and see if it's somewhere I really see myself, you know, cause now that I'm, I'm older and I have more of a better mindset and, you know, a better yeah. set of eyes to kind of like take it all in. We're going to see we're gonna see we're gonna see how it goes and you know maybe one day maybe one day maybe one day soon we'll see yeah <laughs> well friend, i i think that would be fucking dope if you moved yeah. out there i mean yeah I, just because like if it's something that like you're if it's something that's been in the back of your mind like ever since you could remember and it's still relevant to you yeah, it's something i gotta try for sure and that's what i've always told myself is that even if i don't like it i think i gotta at least try it for like you know a year or whatever i gotta just at least try it out see how i like it because i i do think i would like it i would tell my girlfriend that if i could just wake up and like go skate down to the beach and just chill on the beach for like the day dude that'd be i'd be set man i'd be like chilling yeah like, that'd be the dream. Oh yeah, like on the, a lot of the beaches down there in Southern California, like just have super long, super uh, like smooth paths just for like riding bikes and skateboarding. And it's just, I remember when I went there, when I was like 13, I remember we went to Venice and um, 
remember I brought my board and my dad and my brothers were like off doing whatever. And I just literally skated for like miles, like literally just skated miles down the beach and then just came back and it was just awesome. From, like literally from what from what i remember just from the, the nostalgic you know my nostalgic goggles it was like the perfect time it was like sunset so the sky was all orange and you know the palm trees and the beach and i was just skating down the road and i was like this is sick i was like this is so dope <laughs> i was like this is it right here like this is my dream so yeah i i'm excited i'm real excited we'll see what happens yeah yeah man well i i, I do hope that like it i hope it inspires you um you know because like you're right like i mean you and i are um and we're almost 25 yeah we're getting older you know and i i definitely want to do it while we're while we still have that time you know while we're still young able to do what we want to do so yeah and um yeah it's weird to say out loud it is weird dude i can't believe we're gonna be 25 in january dude it's fucked up yeah so really fucked up i know <laughs> dude, that is disgusting so <laughs> that is so fucking inhumane dude that is fucking twisted <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like so yeah we're almost at 25 and like i mean you know even i think about that sometimes too like where yeah like i'm in a different city than i was before but even then it's like still there's such a fucking big world out there and there's exactly. still so much of it I haven't fucking seen. Um, yeah. And I think about that, like, every day. Like, yeah. am I, I in the right place? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, yeah, especially for me, because, you know, I'm still back where we grew up. So it's like every day I'm kind of just like, man, what am I doing here? So it's it's been a little a little bit of a downer just because every day that's kind of been in the back of my mind. Like, man, you know, why am I still here in Flossmore? Like, what am I doing? But, you know, I'm making moves to try to figure it out and try to see where the next venture takes me. But, uh, but I want to I do it while we're, while we're still young, you know, and it's like even, not even to say 30 is old or anything, like, it's because it's not, we still got time in our 30s, but I feel like 30 is a time where I kind of want to start figuring out more, uh, I'm going to have kids in my life, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have yeah. no fucking clue, but, yeah. you know, oh. I want to enjoy the rest of my 20s, I guess, Poppy! yeah, look at this little mutt, <laughs> it's my girlfriend's dog, Nelly. She's a little mutt. Mutt! Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, who's this lumberjack? (laughs) Yeah. So, last thing I wanted to talk about, Kyle, is, um, um, so, music's always been a thing that we've uh, connected on, that we've bonded over, and, like, we always show each other music whenever we hang out. What have you been listening to? Good question. Um, I have a friend that I work with who is also really into kind of alternative music and stuff so he's been asking me the same question because he's always looking for new stuff and i i haven't been really out of the loop with music lately but i just i haven't really been finding much new stuff but here you know what i'm i'm literally have my spotify open right now let me can you still see me or did it close yeah, out all right see what we got so i've actually been listening to a lot of like 90s hip-hop like wu-tang and stuff because i love like i just love I, I love hip-hop as a whole. Like, I, I do listen to the new stuff, but I love, like, Wu-Tang Clan, Mob Deep, Nas, like, I don't know, all that shit. Onyx, yeah. Like, I just, I don't know, I think that stuff has a really cool sound. But as far as punk goes, there's this band that you might actually like. They're kind of like a post-hardcore band. They're called Anxious, which is also kind of a fitting title. We're both kind of anxious people. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. They they look like they're really young. Like on their they only have like an EP out, and on their Spotify, like their picture, they look like they're like high school kids. But they're really sick. They're like a post hardcore kind of thing. So, cause that was like hardcore was my next segue. Like when I was growing up into pop punk, and then eventually just like punk, and then hardcore was kind of like the next step. So I was really into hardcore. And I still am. I still love hardcore. But now I've been really into like a lot of post hardcore type stuff. Like some of the older stuff, like Dag Nasty, I'm really into Jawbreaker. Um, Jawbreaker's crazy. Jaw, I love, yeah, Jawbreaker's the shit. I mean, Fugazi, like, I don't know, just stuff like that. Like some of the more kind of like, it's still hardcore, but with a little more melody to it and sometimes a little slower, but I, I dig it. So Anxious is kind of like in that same vein. Um, and then also just, I don't know, I also just like to go back to some of the stuff, like a lot of that like 90s punk I grew up on. I still listen to some of that from time to time. Title Fight was one of my favorite bands for a really long Dude, time. I recently got really into Title Fight. Like, yeah, Title... Like, yeah, Moral Green is really fucking oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Title Fight, I would say their later albums, I think you would really love. Their first album is really is very like melodic, punky kind of stuff. It's very like kind of 2000s punk style which is, I love, their first two albums, I'd say, are like that. And then Floral Green is they start to do a little more experimental stuff, which I love Floral Green. Um, and then their album after that, I can't remember what it's called, Hyper but View. yeah, it's it's yeah, a little, like, yeah, that's where they like really kind of stopped. They doing. got more into like shoegaze. And yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. But they, they were just like the perfect mix for me, Title Fight, was just because they were basically everything in the within the punk genre that I liked, all just into one little mesh, you know? They had yeah. some hardcore songs. They had some pop punk songs. They had some slower kind of twinkly emo type shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. basically everything I liked was all in that band. So, so it kind of sucks that they haven't really done anything lately. I don't even know if they're still really playing, but they were they're a great band. Yeah, title fight, dude. So I have a surprise for you. I've actually been oh, I finally got into all of the the pop punk bands <laughs> that no way. you and no Jack way. Fricky would like you know tell me yeah so i recently visited all of them on my list i was listening to a lot of those like 2010s like like pop yeah so i listened to the wonder years Mm -hmm. real friends Mm -hmm. knuckle puck neck deep um you're the trophy eyes fan right trophy eyes was always my favorite because their their singer was more hardcore like yeah he is more hardcore. but they're like their first two their ep and then um god what's that album even called let me see that's like me trophy eyes i mean nowadays like they're kind of also doing some more kind of pop rock type stuff but um men to move on that was that's like probably still one of my favorite albums it's such a great album like seriously such a great album. some handguns yeah seaway seaway is good yeah i actually met i played a show with the seaway dudes which is kind of crazy yeah. <laughs> i was in florida whoa that's crazy yeah, pretty crazy man dude i played crazy. seaway dude dude that's crazy yeah, yeah. um yeah, so I've been, um, and then like I've been getting into some emo, like you know, like balance and composure. Yeah, for really that good. band. Yeah. yeah, emo for me, emo. Um, I I talk so much about '90s just because I think the '90s had a lot of cool music. You know, I still feel that way. Oh, but totally. '90s emo was just really cool because emo, like in the 2000s, just became a little too like screamy and whiny. But you know, a band called The Promise Ring. Yeah, I do. They're from Milwaukee. Are they? Yeah, I I know who they are. I I can't really name any songs off the top of my head, but yeah, I do know who they are. Midwest emo, baby. 
yeah. Midwest, yeah, it, Midwest emo made a comeback too, which is funny. Like in more recent years, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. But yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I just love. I just I always grew up on like punk punk ish music, so I still love it. I still I, I I've expanded my my horizon, you know, in the past I'd say five years or so, but. Yeah. Punk is always the one genre that I always kind of run back to. Well, so, yeah, dude. Like, punk for me, like, I'm not really one to listen to punk much when I'm, like, just, like, chilling by myself. But yeah. I do – punk shows are usually the most fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, I got – so, obviously, like, you know, you know that I started covering, like, local Milwaukee shows and stuff for the music blog I write for. And, like, I started going mm-hmm. to punk shows – and like I experienced my first mosh, and that yeah. shit was just so much fun. And the best, dude. and then I like just I don't know. Punk shows are just whether like your punk shows are like the kind of thing where it's like if you're playing at like a noisy bar, whether the 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 like the patrons at the bar like planned on being involved in the show when they came to the bar or not they yeah. end up getting involved in the show in some way. Yeah. Dude, you know, it's, and that's the cool great. thing about punk. Yeah. I, it, but, and that, exactly. I love, I love the music, but I also just love the whole kind of like the style around it where it's like, it's very just like uh, humble, I guess is what you could say. Like, it's just, they're just a band. They're just out here trying to play and have fun. Nobody's, nobody's like thinks they're better than anybody else. There's no egos involved, you know? I mean, there, there are like, there are a couple bands that I won't name names that I played with or like kind of, tough to deal with but it's just like i mean that's with any musical genre but i'd say punk as a whole is like everyone's very down to earth and just they just want to play music and just have a good time and that's really what music should be all be all about. <laughs> yeah. i've seen people do the dance like the, <laughs> yeah, the, little, the little hardcore the arms way <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the running man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah one of the i let's see who when I was in Florida, we went to this festival. It's literally just called the Fest. It's like a big punk festival in Florida, and um, actually, I think it's just called Fest, like straight up, like Fest, and then whatever year. So it's like Fest. It was like Fest fifteen, like twenty fifteen or something like that. And uh, one of my favorite bands, currently Turnstile, played. So that was like one of my favorite shows. And then one of my favorite pop punk bands growing up, Newfound Glory, played that night also. So that show, that whole festival, was probably one of my favorite concerts ever. But then we, there was also some hardcore bands there. We saw this band called Counterparts, which is, they're kind of like a melodic hardcore band, but they're still very fast, very like breakdowns and stuff. So it's cool. But yeah, I'm, that was like my first time actually seeing it. Like I've seen it in the videos and stuff, but then when I like, cause I, I saw, let's see, I went to like Warp Tour when we were, didn't you go with us in high school? Uh, no, no, I worked it. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went to Warp Tour. And Warp Tour is, Warp Tour is cool. I mean, it's rest in peace Warp Tour, but it's yeah. um you know it's 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 kind of just like the the starter pack like the entry to like that yeah kind of, yeah you know what i mean so and then pennywise at riot fest was like one of the best mosh pits i've ever been in my entire life pennywise is like a 90s punk band i they really got me into like 90s kind of skate punk stuff that was like the best mosh pit i've ever been in but then the fest was like the first time I saw like, you know, the hardcore break, like dancing and, you know, flailing the arms, the windmill and shit, you know, yeah. it's funny. It's just like, I, it's hard for me to like get behind it. 
I think it's like it's cool, but like sometimes I look at it, I'm like, dude, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw a meme recently where it was like Harm's Way, like yeah. the show. It was the like Running Man one, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the Running Man, but it was like, he's like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was one that was so funny. It was like, um, but it was like the 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 song that was playing was like yeah. a really hardcore version of Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was one i think i told you this last time i saw it the funniest comment i saw was it was like girls locker room and it was like oh my god my hair looks so bad and i don't know whatever and then it was like boys locker room and then it just went to that scene it was just like <laughs> yeah dude that shit is awesome man yeah. but it's i like i love it because like it's just it's so like it's just like ironic and funny yeah, as it's, shit. It's so funny. I, I genuinely love that the music. I, it's like like you were saying, like you can't it's hard to sometimes sit down and just listen to it like when you're chilling because it's so intense. But like I do love I do love that music. I love that style of music. Um but my friend who I work with, he saw Harm's Way downtown at uh at the House of Vans like oh, a yeah, couple yeah. months ago. Which what is I really would have loved to go, but it was like it was a weird thing where it was like only so many people like it was a free show but like they only let a certain number of people in so like whoever showed up first basically got to go oh yeah yeah and um he just said it was so funny because the harm's way singer is like such a beefy dude like he's jacked like he's like a bodybuilder and he said like when the lights would go off there would just be a silhouette of just like a fucking hulk like in the background (laughs) (laughs) he said it was so funny he just said like the lights would shut off like after a song or something and there would just be a silhouette of just this huge shirtless buff dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that, so funny. Yeah. that is so funny. Yeah, dude. Well, Kyle, I think we've done some good work this evening. Um, yeah, it's fun to, I'm glad you could be on the show, drink a little bit and uh, yeah, talk about then and now. Yeah. I'll probably, we'll see. I mean, I'll probably have more interesting stuff to tell you in the future. So we'll, we'll have to keep, uh, you know, Keep in touch, obviously. Be here. Yeah. <laughs> Be here drinking my apple Jim Beam. So, yeah. Kyle, uh, tell me what keeps you up at night. Oh, man. The demons, man. They're in my, they're in my head, man. Shut the fuck up. They're, they're in my fucking Shut up. They're in the walls, man. <laughs> uh, what keeps me up at night? Dude, everything. I, I'm, I'm a night owl, and I think you are, too. I just, like, I'm so not a morning person. I, I like to, I, I, like, to I like to just I, I listen to music. I, I've been playing a lot of video games lately. I still fucking get into video games here and there. I still keep in you touch. You've been playing you play any uh, Hitman recently? Dude, there's there's a new one coming out and it's they're gonna have VR for it. Fuck? Doesn't that sound fucking insane? So you put the dude, headset on and you get the be Hitman. Hell no, dude. Yeah. Imagine like playing Hitman contracts with a dark ass environments yeah. and doing yeah. VR. Yeah, so what happened was, at, like, they had Absolution, obviously, which kind of sucked. And then after that, they had, in 2016, a new one came out, and I played that to death because I was just really hyped for a new Hitman game. And then in 2018, they came out with a second one, which I didn't play as much, but it was still cool. And then there's a third one coming out next year. So I still keep in touch with video games, you know. I still love video games. I try not to let it consume my life, but I still you love it. You play any uh, Fortnite? Eh. I, play, I mean, I played a little bit when it was, like, first – 
really popular, but yeah, got overcrowded with like little kids and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, honestly, my, my I, favorite game right now is is Doom Eternal. I really like the Doom games. It's like a first person shooter. It's like really fast paced, and there's like mellow music in the background. It's really oh, fun. nice. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah I used I, to. I used to play a ton of Doom 3. Like, mm-hmm. I used to play that game of shit ton when I was... Yeah, uh, that's like the more horror, the horror-based one, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying, dude. Yeah, that game is scary, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I just, I like shooters. I like first-person shooters is my thing, so... I yeah. Know. Yeah, I... The thing is, like, I love video games, but I love them too much. And in a way, yeah. it's like... It's almost like there was such a vice of mine, like, growing up, where it's like, I would just spend so much time playing video games, where, like, yeah, if I definitely. started playing them again... I would get yeah. too sucked in. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you. Because, I mean, especially over quarantine, oh, my God, man, I was it was bad. That's, like, all I did. Because I had nothing to do, man. I would just be sitting around, so I just played video games all day. But what, I, uh, Go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't know. I just try not to let it, like, consume my life. But there are times where I end up playing for, like, four or five hours, and I'm like, holy shit, what happened? <laughs> uh, what uh, puts you to sleep? A lot of times music, to be honest. It's kind of cliche, but a lot of times if i can't sleep i'll just i'll go to spotify and just start listening to some music and i'll pass out either that or i'll just watch like youtube videos or something but yeah. <laughs> thanks for being on the show man i appreciate it man it's been fun it's, been yeah, dude. it's always good to talk talk with my boy hell yeah man i i i like <clears throat> i uh it, it's honestly kind of cool doing this whole zoom thing because like then i can talk to people from like all over the country yeah, dude, you're 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 pushing these suckers out too. Like, you got a new podcast coming out every time I'm I go on your Instagram, you got a new person. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> well, how, like, how do you? I'm like, how do you know so many people? First of all. <laughs> well, Kyle, I'll. I mean, part of it is I'm so anxious all the time. I need something mm-hmm. to do, and right. I do it, and I have to like. And if I don't feel like I'm doing something like this where it's like a positive environment to like talk to somebody then i go fucking nuts so yeah as i've gotten older i've realized that it feels good to be productive and to do stuff you know (laughs) (laughs) it feels good to actually like do stuff with your life and be productive so that's gonna be the the quote i pull from this episode just say it's good when you get older say say, as we get older i realize it's good to do stuff (laughs) (laughs) thanks for watching mr nice guy everybody we hope you enjoy this peace